Hi, and welcome to the space where we create a rich life, a life fully lived. I'm your host, Abby, and in this podcast, we're going to be talking all things business, passion to motherhood, mindset, and wellness. I am so glad you found your way here. Let's get into it. Hello, my friend. If you are here, thank you for listening to my very sporadic podcast. I feel like when I first started this podcast, I was like, weekly is my thing. I'm going to do a weekly. And here we are. Sometimes we are dropping two in a day. Other times it's two weeks between podcasts. So if you are here, if you are listening, thank you. I love you and I appreciate you. So little life update before we talk about what I want to talk about. Um, Olia is teething. She was teething last weekend and I, I wasn't prepared for that, to be honest. I I knew teething was super uncomfortable and like a challenging time. She's kind of giggling right now. Um, but I, I didn't, I wasn't prepared for how upset she was going to be. And I also think we had a bit of something going on in our house as well. I got some kind of virally thing the next day. I always love how you as a mum you never seem to get sick while your child needs you the most it's always like the day or two after so I love that um just goes how goes to show how powerful our bodies are and how interconnected they are but anyway so she has been teething her first tooth is coming through we can see it we can feel it it is it feels like a big transition like it's like it's like her newborny face is changing into a her own little baby toddler personality face, and I just I know I can't even imagine her with teeth. It's really weird, but she has got her first one, first one to two coming through, which is exciting. Um, we are also going away next week for just under a week we're going away for a wedding but it's also our wedding anniversary our third wedding anniversary which feels insane to even say and like honestly such literally a lifetime ago um so we're just staying up there for a few extra nights we're going to the gold coast um have some sunshine hopefully it is although beautiful and sunny here now at the moment as well but it is Olia's first flight so I am I feel like Part of me is nervous for a couple of reasons. One, because she, when she was little, she didn't really travel amazing in the car. Like it wasn't her favorite place to be. Um, But I know like when you're on the plane, I can be holding her and feeding her. So it's very, very different to the car. But I have found a lot of my fears and nerves are not mine. They are other people saying, oh, like you don't want to be that person on the plane with a screaming baby and like all of this external stuff, which is super interesting and and probably like a lot of the fears that we have. I mean, that was a lot of what came up for me during my pregnancy was other people's fears that we kind of take on. Um, But I'm really just, it feels like a big deal as a mom. Like it feels like a big deal because we make it a big deal, but I'm like going into it being like, it is what it is. If I'm stressed and anxious about it, of course she's going to be as well. So I'm excited to see how we go. Um, We are going away doing obviously longer flights next year. So it'd be a good little tester just for us to even just build our confidence and feel, feel more confident in it as well. So obviously a short flight is a good place to start. 
Um, but yeah, I am also planning to have some guests on the podcast very, very soon. I've been contacting a few to get a bit of a lineup, which I'm super excited about just to have some very chill couch conversations with cool people and people that align with my overall message and my values and people that I know you guys will love as well. Um, some of these people will be some of my clients who are also doing incredible, amazing things. Others will be friends just epic awesome people so stay tuned for that um we're also this week i know everyone's posting their spotify wrapped which is great marketing by spotify um but it was really cool to see i was i think top five for top five podcasts for 30 or so people which was i was like oh my god like at least 30 people i'm in their top five podcasts and i was i had a little moment that i think even like this for me is is a out of my comfort zone kind of thing, like having a podcast and talking on a podcast and just having a, a different space to what I've known before. But being being a voice and having an impact, I think on social media, sometimes it can really desensitize your impact until you actually hear from people and a lot of people and I'm guilty of this as well you know they can easily consume a course or follow you on social media or read every single thing that you post or listen to a podcast and not say a word to you and not even not message you or, or you will never even know and I think sometimes that can be challenging and bring in all those inner questions of of doubt and worry if what you're doing is even impacting anyone but I, I just want to remind you if you are in business sometimes we can get a little bit desensitized to the impact that we're actually having because it's not that in-person um reception that we're actually hearing and getting back so just a reminder if 20 people like your post just imagine 20 people in a room sitting down to hear what you have to say if 150 people watch your stories every day just imagine 150 people waiting to see what you're up to for the day if like a thousand people listen to your podcast that's a thousand people who go out of their way to consume your opinions, your thoughts, your voice, your ideas, whatever it is. So just remember, like, if you're in a room of however many people, 500 people, two people, three people, whatever that is, it always feels different in person. So just remember, like, you you are having impact and you're not always going to know that. Anyway, anyway, getting back to what I want to talk about today, I want to talk about the notion of who you be is more important than what you do. Now, this is not just applicable to business, but applicable to anyone who is creating a reality that they want, whether it is through business, through money, um, whether it is in terms of their family or through their health, like whatever it is, who you be is more important than what you do. Now, when I say what you do, I mean the actions that you take every day, How it's like how you show up in this physical 3D world. Who you be is the internal. It is your identity. It is the beliefs that you operate with. Um, it is your subconscious thoughts. It is your conscious thoughts. It is your emotions, your feelings, the meaning that you place on things. It is like the internal. So think of that as who you be internal. What you do is like the physical act of, of who you be. Now, how I like to explain this with my clients is the actions that you take are an echo of the identity that you hold right? The actions you take are an echo of the identity that you hold. So they're an echo of who you are being. 
So when I say who you be is more important than what you do, when you change who you be, you will inherently change what you do, the way you do things, the actions that you take, the habits, the choices, the opportunities that you attract, your experiences, who you be, when you change that, that changes and echoes into everything else in your life, all your actions, how you show up and the results that come from that. So if you want to create lasting change and change that is easeful and that is natural and it somewhat flows, there needs to be more focus on who you are being than what you are doing. Now, why I say this, because I see a lot of people, and I do say this especially for business, a lot of people get hyper fixated on on the actions and being consistent and posting every day and the strategy and, and sales and all of this stuff, which is important. But if you were the being and if you were acting and embodying that identity of the person who already has the desires that you want, all of those actions would just be what you do and they wouldn't be forced and you wouldn't need habit trackers and they wouldn't be things that you have to force yourself or convince yourself are important because you are the type of person who already does that and who already values that. So who you be is more important than what you do. Now, when I when I focus on who I'm being, because I know, and even probably recently, this podcast is just as much for me to hear it as as I want to share it but sometimes we can get a little bit caught up and feel like we're just on on a bit of a hamster wheel and just every day we're just rolling through the motions I felt that a little bit lately and it can feel oddly overwhelming and weirdly kind of unclear like it's almost like you're just navigating murky waters And the biggest anchor for me is to come back to my identity and my beliefs. Now, the identity and the beliefs that we operate from, we as humans are wired to reconfirm our identity. So what that means is the identity that we are, that we hold, we are wired to reconfirm that and to strengthen that. So we are going to seek out things in our external environment to reconfirm and to collect evidence for our belief system and our thoughts. So we're going to seek out more of that. So if we, for example, hold things within our identity or our belief system that business is hard or that it can't be easy for me or that I keep attracting unaligned clients or um, money is really hard to make or I'm not good at managing money, right? Whatever these beliefs and identity or our beliefs stem from the identity, right? So they're, they're separate kind of things. But we are going to continue to seek out more evidence to reconfirm that belief. It's almost like we are wired to prove ourselves right. So if we believe that it's hard, we'll find evidence to reconfirm that it's hard and then our experience will be that it is hard. If we have the belief that, um, and this was a big one for me, something that um, probably one of the longest, I guess, longest in terms of lineal time um, things for me to navigate through was the belief that I wasn't good with money. And when you own a business, that belief is not very helpful. And that belief kind of kept being reconfirmed by me. Again, this is that wounded part of me talking about me making less than ideal um, decisions with money. 
And those, sorry, this is this is getting into a more um, open and honest piece right now, but that's perfect. Those decisions that were less than ideal with money did make or put me in uncomfortable situations. And those uncomfortable situations, obviously there was things that I needed to and did absolutely learn from them. But the more that I believed that and reconfirmed the belief that I wasn't good with money, it was like the more I would make these or put myself in these scenarios where I would crack under pressure and make these unaligned financial decisions and then I would reconfirm. It's almost like my mind then goes, see, I told you you're not good with money. And it just becomes such a a loop that is yeah, not helpful. But it's that just classic example of where we're designed and wired to prove ourselves right. So what we believe and the thoughts that stem from the identity that we have, we're going to seek out more of that. So if you want to start creating change, and this is something that I've really, really been simplifying with my clients, it's not about shaming the belief or the actions that you're doing because you're, you're doing them. Like, let's be honest, you're, you're, you're making not ideal decisions with money or you actually do have the belief that you're not good with money. Like, let's not shame and let's not try and um, nuke that part and pretend that it's not there. Let's utilise the parts of us that hold that belief to take seeds and to create new ones because that belief and from a safety perspective from our unconscious mind, that belief is serving us in some way. Right, there is some kind of secondary gain from that. So if we can support our mind and our identity to kind of start to shift and tweak into the direction that we want to go, rather than just being like, stop thinking that you shouldn't believe that and hope that things will change, the more you focus on what you shouldn't do, the more you are going to focus on it and the more you're just going to continue in that loop. And it's the same thing. I did a um, piece of content on this recently around a lot of people are have been wired or associate, and I think this is a societal thing actually, um, associate problem solving with growth, which to an extent, yes, but from a mindset and a belief perspective, when you hold the belief that the more problems I solve, the more I grow or the more I improve. That means from a belief perspective that you're going to be seeking out more problems just to get that hit of feeling like you're growing. And when you seek out more problems, you end up creating more problems. So a new belief that I would invite you to start playing with and entertaining and just see how it feels is starting to disconnect problem solving to growth. And instead of focusing on how many more problems can I fix and how can I keep growing through problem solving, like what if you didn't have to solve problems to grow? Or what if solving problems wasn't the only way to grow and instead it's about tweaking or realignment or coming home to yourself, for goodness sake, which is for most people, it's unlearning, it's shedding those layers, it's not fixing problems. And for as long as you believe you need to fix problems to grow, you're going to seek out more problems or create more problems for yourself. And to be honest, I think at some point you have to just simply decide and and be... Be consciously aware to be like, okay, what am I looking for in my day-to-day? Like where where does my mind automatically go when something happens or when things get stressful or when like there's chaos in the home? Like where does your mind automatically go? And if you can start to clock yourself and notice what your patterns are, 
follow those patterns and you'll see where your belief and your identities are leading you and how you're currently, I guess, continuing on that same loop. Because what you look for is what you're going to see. This is a classic example of when I first started my business. So for those who don't know, I'm also an occupational therapist and I was working in the realm of disability and mental health and I was enjoying it, but I wasn't loving it. Like it wasn't giving me life. And I, long story short, go listen to my first podcast episode for kind of like my journey. But the moment that I decided that I... I was going to be the person who's a business owner. I was going to shift my mindset from an OT working for someone else and just, you know, in the rat race of the nine to five, whatever, buy a house, have babies, um, do a holiday once a year, retire, all that, that kind of story. At the moment that I decided that, no, I want different for my life and this is what I want and this is who I am going to be, that's all that I could see. I could only see opportunities for business. I could only see like my path towards towards making more money, towards supporting new clients, towards bringing my creative ideas to life, towards working with great business mentors, towards networks and opportunities and connections and like all of these things, right? The moment that you decide who you are going to be is the moment that you start to see things differently. And the moment that you look for things differently and you look for things unconsciously. Like I remember the moment that I decided that, no, I'm going all in on my business. I'm doing this. And no matter what other people said, like that's risky or why don't you wait until you're making money and then all of this kind of stuff. It's like I had this metal shield around me and they would just like bounce off like like a bullet. It's not getting through the shield and they would just ting off. And I'd be like, oh, I can see it there, but it's not coming at all in my path. And when you have that, I'm sure you've had that feeling before. If you haven't, um, it's there, it's there, it's already a part of you. That feeling, it's like, it's deep knowingness, it's deep clarity, and it's importantly, deep trust. And that came from a single decision. And I think so many people, instead of deciding, they either one, get just caught up in the motions and forget that they can decide and forget that they have a choice, or two, they decide instead to give up. And they decide to choose choose comfort in what they don't want out of fear of never actually getting what they want. And for a lot of people, they decide to give up. And again, for many, it's during the most challenging, the seemingly hardest experiences and hardest times, which I get, absolutely get. I've 100% had my fair share, especially this year, and I think we all have. But those challenges aren't the end they are the beginning and as soon as you see them like that that you are growing stronger you are learning things you are evolving who you are being that's what you're going to see you're going to see opportunities and that moment that I decided to go all in on my business that moment literally was the same moment that from a completely different perspective someone else would have seen a young 20 Mm, 21 22 I don't know something like that 22 maybe 22 I don't know or however old I was early 20s a young 20 something year old girl who had a safe job who studied for four years who was making decent amount of money who, who had had time as in she had her weekends free um she had a good relationship she was very healthy and they probably also saw this young girl 
getting in too deep, making a big decision to go into a big risk, to do things that, quote, don't work out for most people, as we're told, right? And and like just a side note here, if most people believe that X amount of people fail in business in their first year, of course, that's what you're going to be focusing on. Of course, that's the reality and the experiences that you're going to create. But anyway, I digress. From that outside perspective, they would have seen risk. They would have seen like uninformed decision making. They would have seen someone starting a business with zero income in through our business, zero clients, nothing but an idea. They would have saw nothing but naive, naiveness, naivety, whatever the word is. And I agree, I was probably naive, but I think that absolutely worked in my favor. Um, And they would have seen all of these things, right? And to someone who was operating from the identity of of desiring safety, of they didn't believe it was possible, of all the things, that's what they would have seen. But to me, because I had chosen and because I decided to be that person, all I could see was opportunity was abundance, was a clear path to my next desires. And that is exactly what I created. I started my business with with zero with zero followers on Instagram, with zero income, with zero clients. And within seven months, I had made a hundred thousand dollars cash, right? I had created, I don't, I don't know how many clients I'd worked with at that time. I was definitely working like I was I was balls deep in my business. Like I was, um, I was busy. I was very, very busy until I switched my business model when I went from six figures to multi-six figures. I, I decided that and that's what became my reality. And I was seeking out opportunity, experiences, connections, but it was, and I partly feel guilty for this because I know this is not the experience for many people, but it was my reality and my truth. They were easeful, that was easeful time in my business because one, I didn't know any different, but two, I was so solid in who I was being and the identity that the actions required to get me to $100,000, it was just simply an echo of who I was being and the identity that I was holding. And honestly, that's what got me there and that's what's got me to my multi-six figures, that's what's made me half a million dollars in my business. That's what's made me the person I am today. That's what's made me the mom I am today. That's what created and supported me to have my free birth on my first baby, right? Who you be is more important than what you do. Now, I think I'm going to wrap that episode up there because it, it turned into like a little um, power pump, like, ooh, let's go kind of back, which is fine. But that message of who you be is more important than what you do. I really want you to think about that and see where you can apply that into your current life. Where where are your beliefs currently sitting? Your thoughts, the thoughts that you have on a daily basis. When something occurs in your external world, where does your mind go? What's your mindset operating at? Where's your vision and is who you are being today in alignment with the vision that you hold for yourself 12 months from now. And think, backtrack to that, like, are the actions representing who you want to be? Go the other way is who you are being, making sense with the desires that you hold. If not, there is change that needs to be had. And I'll provide you guys with my, I guess, biggest hack. It's not really a hack, it's just the thing that works for me every single time is to ask yourself, one, ask yourself, what do you desire? 
What is it that you want? And apply that from a broad life perspective or apply it to your business, apply it to your um, relationships, your health, like whatever it is. What is it that you desire? And then really, really sit with this question. Really sit with this question. Who would I be when I already have insert desire? If you desire in 2024 a six-figure business, think who would Abby be when she already has a six-figure business? What would she feel? What beliefs would she hold? What thoughts would she be running through every day? What would her mindset be? What would her energy be? And then apply the question to you, what would you do? What would you be doing? So whatever your desires is, whether it's a money amount, a health amount, relationships, connections, right? A a supportive group of friends, a close-knit supportive group of friends who are aligned, who support you, who want nothing but the best for you, who challenge you, right? What would, who would you be if you already had that, right? If you wanted um, speaking opportunities around the country or the world, envisage yourself 12 months, five years, 10 years, whatever it is from now with those opportunities, literally doing that, who would you be then? And that is going to bridge the gap. And the more you can be and operate from that identity more and more and more and more, it is inherent that your actions and behaviors are going to echo from that identity, from your belief programs, from your thoughts. And the have takes care of itself. The result, the experience is simply like as a formula here, this is what it is. Who you be plus what you do equals what you have. Period. Mic drop. I'm throwing my mic on the floor, but I'll wake my baby up. <laughs> That's how it works, right? Well, that's how it works in my belief system. If you believe that it needs to be harder, if you believe that it's not that easeful, if you believe that you have to solve 100 million problems before that happens, if you believe that the more you struggle, the more pain you go through, the more worthy of what you have is, that's fine. If that belief system is serving you, that is fine. But if your belief system is not currently serving you, um, that's where you can look. So I hope that is helpful. I hope that... I hope that lands with you. If it does, always let me know. I love to hear from you guys and I absolutely love the support. Um, just a perfect little beautiful stroke to my ego, but it is also really, really, as I mentioned at the start of this episode, nice to actually hear when you are impacting people or when you are landing with people or if you have some thoughts on it, like whatever it is. Anyway, what is currently happening in my little land is the Art of Business membership has just opened. Now, the Art of Business membership is about creating more fun, more ease, more art, more creation in your business. And what that takes is becoming the artist that you want to be and really, really anchoring into that feeling of complete flow state because that is where you are most abundant. That is where you find most ease and that is where your unique expression lies. So that's happening. Secondly, the space, the space 2024 group mentorship obviously opens in early 2024. That is a space for for people who are growing that business and who desire support, connection, mentorship, coaching, 
but who also want to do it with other people, people who who get them, people who are growing alongside them, where you want to have the conversations that aren't always talked about a business, where you want to move and don't wait, right? Where you are creating the business that supports the life that you want to live. And then thirdly from there, I recently opened up for I did Black Friday sales as well. Um oh babies, maybe when I wake up, was nope, we're good. Okay, so I did do a Black Friday sale and part of that sale was four weeks of voice message support and coaching for the price of one week, which was insane, insane. And the people that jumped in on that offer have been an absolute vibe. We are one week into our four weeks, which has gone so, so quick. But that has been so much fun. I didn't know where I was leading with this. Oh, yeah, I was going to say I also do have different spaces and options for private support and private coaching at the moment. Now, there are different options from just a short one-on-one mindset call together, and that is applicable for you whether you're in business or whether you're not, whether you're a mom, whether you want to ask some questions around your health, around alignment, around your mindset, like whatever it is, bounce an idea. There is that as an option. You can literally book that on my website and then there is second option for strategy and strategy and mindset calls for business which is where we have a more intensive one-on-one 90-minute session together as well as you get follow-up personalized um, recommendations actions to actually apply to your business um And for both of those options, you can add on a week of voice message support as well. And then thirdly, we have longer term voice, sorry, not voice, longer term private mentorship, which includes calls, voice message, as well as access to all of my offerings. So if you have any questions about what is happening around the place, do let me know. Like I said, there'll be some guests coming up on the podcast as well. And in 2024, the Nourishment Project is returning, which is honestly about becoming your most nourished self from a physical standpoint, from a mindset standpoint, and returning to your soul to really create what you like. So stay tuned with the Nourishment Project if you did want to jump on the wait list for that to be in for early bed pricing and for all the details, you can do that on my website as well. Cool. I'll see you around. Bye.